Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Uh, well, guess what? My co-host is still uh, not back. Actually, what ended up happening was um, Gabby was taking care of our daughter, Everly, last week. Uh, so she was unable to be on the show. And then through that, uh, she got sick. So now Gabby's under the weather and she's just as bad as our daughter was um hopefully she gets better soon but i have a special guest host this morning to let you know about the weather and the day today uh take it away everly today is monday june 13th 2022 the weather will be a high of 23 degrees and rainy thank you so much kiddo do you want to stay on the show for a little bit longer Okay, so um, how are you feeling now since uh, since uh, you started feeling better? Good. Yeah, it was a pretty rough little bug you had there. Stomach bug, unbelievable. She um, came home early from school on, what was that, Thursday? Thursday came home early? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she, no, spent, she was pretty much sick up until Sunday. Wednesday. Was it Wednesday? Oh, yeah, you were off school for a couple of days there. Yeah, it's uh, quite the bug that's going around there. Um but it was pretty cool. We actually got out yesterday, um, finally, and got out and we played a little bit of basketball. So that was fun. That was fun. And um, yeah, hopefully you can you know start eating normally again this week. Um, so you're taking care of mom today. Oh, they can't hear you. They can't see. They can't hear you shake your head. No. No. <laughs> well, uh, fine. I'm going to give you a very long list of homework to do. Um, I don't know because. Mom was in the middle of taxes, so you have to do taxes now. Again, they can't see your frowns, or they can't hear your frowns. This is, this no. is audio. Well, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Um, anything that you want to share with the audience before you uh, get going? Um, gosh, we should have prepared this a little bit more, eh? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining. Um, you're more than welcome to go hang out on your phone uh, or you can head back upstairs. I'm going to stay right here. You're going to stay here? Okay, cool. I, I'll just keep you on. I'm going to I'm gonna talk and, and if you decide you want to chime in, you can chime in. You want to just listen? Okay, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, guys. Um, we're broadcasting live as we do every morning uh, at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday on the Podbean app. All you got to do is just download that Podbean app. Really cool, really cool app that allows you to listen to our show live. Um, you can still listen to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever wherever you dig. Uh, however, if you want to listen in live, you got to download the Podbean app uh, so you can join in at 6 a.m. Now, when you do join in, obviously, you get the benefit of being able to be a part of this amazing uh, community that joins every morning. I'm just scrolling through the comments. Um, uh Everybody's saying good morning. Good morning, Everly. I'm glad you're feeling better. Good morning, all. Great problem to have today. Um, uh, Jeremy's looking for money partners for his new flip. Jeremy bought a fix and flip property. 
and he's looking for people that want to partner with him. That's pretty cool, eh? Again, you have to speak. Um, this is not a, you can't be a mime. You have to, you have to actually speak on the, in the microphone. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's, he's going to do a fix and flip like we do. Cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, he says, huge thank you to Wayne and Gabby for putting me in touch with a great investment focused realtor on the bus tour. That's amazing. That's amazing. So he met a really good person on our bus tour. He remember the bus tour, right? Um, he, he met a really good person on the bus tour that helped him find uh, a new property that he's going to renovate. Um, Liam says, thank you, Everly, for the, the date and the weather. And uh, Jeremy again says, thank you, Everly, very much appreciated the weather update. Um, so on the topic of the weather, have you heard about how much rain is coming, Everly? A lot. A lot. Like a lot, a lot, or just a little? A lot, a lot. A lot, a lot. Um, your mom actually posted uh, a, a post on Facebook yesterday in our Real Estate Investing Masters Facebook group and um, warning everyone to go and double check all of your gutters around the house. So you know what the gutters are, right? At, at, right at the bottom of the roof, they have those, um, those, those white um, kind of like drains. And that's where the water comes down the roof and then it comes into the gutters and then it goes down the downspouts away from the house, right? So anytime you have rain you, or water, you want it, you want to keep it away from the house. So that way it doesn't flood your basement. Remember that one time we had the flood in the basement? Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you're keeping the water away from the house, into the gutters, out the, uh, out the, out the spouts to the, uh, to away from the house. But considering how much water we have coming here in the next week, it's supposed to be raining for like the next 14 days. It's ridiculous. In the Edmonton area, I'm not sure. This is coming up from the south. I haven't done a whole lot of research into it, just uh, just doing some headline reading. But um, with that much rain, it's very important to make sure you're cleaning your gutters. So if you haven't already, call your gutter cleaning company and make sure it's clean or hop up there with a, with a ladder like we did, remember? We hopped up there with a ladder that one time and I cleaned up the gutters. Um, get rid of all the pine cones and all the needles and all the leaves and stuff like that. Um, make sure that your, your spouts, your downspouts are down and not up against the house. Uh, also you want to make sure that, um, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. Just keep, just keep an eye on your properties. Just make sure that you're, you're also asking your tenants to keep an eye on it as well. So they don't just randomly call you up and say, um, excuse me, uh, there's water in my basement and it's soaking up the carpet. (laughs) <laughs> this is where you're supposed to laugh. Okay. Uh, we also have another listener in the chat here and they say, Everly, Auntie Lulu says, hi, hope you liked your unicorn and treats. Lauren's here. Did. Look right here. You want to see Lauren Bignall right there. Lauren sent Everly a, a stuffed unicorn and not a, not a real stuffed unicorn, um, a, a stuffed animal, uh, like a fake one. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and treats, uh, chocolate covered apples and strawberries and stuff, right? That's pretty cool. So that's what's going on there. Definitely make sure you keep an eye on your properties. Um, I double checked um, last night that, hey, have we have we hired um, a company to come and clean the gutters? And it's going to be very important. Very important. Okay. What else have we got going on? I know, right? Big shoulder shrugs. This is very, this 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 show is very hard to do without your mom. I, I don't know how many days it's been now. I think it's been like three or four days now. Um, and it is extremely difficult to do a show by yourself. You want to know why? 
because while you're talking so much, you're trying to keep trying to keep it from being quiet. You have to keep talking so people can hear things. Otherwise, it's just like this. Silence, right? So if I'm not talking, it doesn't sound very good on the show. The problem is while I'm talking so much, I can't drink my coffee. <laughs> and it sucks. And by about the by the, about the 30 minute mark, my throat's starting to get sore from talking for an hour long. It's nuts. I'm not a big fan. Not a big fan. Um, however, we did get some questions coming in from our email. Info at reimasters.ca. Uh, nope. Info at reimorningshow.com. Sorry about that. I, 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 read, I read the wrong email. Info at reimorningshow.com. Um, there were some questions that came in. Um, I can read them. If you know the answer, you can answer it. Uh, otherwise, I can answer it. Okay, sound good. But again, you, you they, they can't see you nodding. You have to actually speak. Okay, so here is uh, question number one. Um, why should one invest in Edmonton if it has a flat to negative market? Barry's words in one of his videos. So someone had, uh, had, had watched one of Barry McGuire's um, training videos. And in, in Barry's video, he said that Edmonton is in a flat to negative market, meaning that the value of the homes um, have not changed in a while. They've been the same. They haven't gone up in value. So the price of the house hasn't gone up as well. In some areas, it's actually less than what it was before. So why would someone want to invest in a market like that? Because most people, they want to invest in markets where the value is going up. You're going to buy a house and hopefully it goes, the, the, the price of it goes up and then you make money, right? Well, there's, there's two things, um, two answers to that question or two parts. Uh, the first part is that uh, appreciation, right? Which is the value of a property or the value of an asset going up in value. Mm -hmm. um, appreciation is only one part of real estate investing, right? There's cash flow. Right, cash flow is big, and also there's mortgage paydown. So every month when you get rent coming in, and you pay your mortgage, you pay your property taxes, you pay your insurance, you pay your, you know, some money into your reserve for repairs and maintenance and vacancy. The money that is left over after you've from the rent after you've paid all of your expenses for the property is called cash flow. And a lot of people actually live off that cash flow. So if you got like $300 a month mm -hmm. and you had 10 properties, mm -hmm. that would be $3,000 a month. So someone could live off it. They could, they could take that $3,000 a month and they could spend it on gas, groceries, uh, rent, or their own, their own mortgage payments, uh, vacations. To Mexico, those types of things. So cash flow is is, is another way to make money in, in real estate. Uh, the last one, as I said, is mortgage pay down. So every time you make a payment to your mortgage, um, a portion of that payment goes to principal, which is paying down your the principal of your loan, the mortgage. And the other portion of that payment goes towards interest. So if you ever look at your amortization schedule on, a, on, on your mortgage, you'll see that over time, um, 
a certain percentage of your payment goes towards principal, a certain percentage goes towards interest. And then over time, over the duration of your, your mortgage amortization uh, or your term, uh, more will go towards the principal and less will go towards interest. Okay. It's like a declining scale. I don't know if that's the right term, but all of that money that is paid down on a mortgage, that is profit because that's equity. And, you know, the, the, the more equity you have in your property, when you sell the property, you actually get that money back. So it's not just about appreciation. There's three different ways to make money in real estate and um, appreciation isn't the only one. So when you're, though, though Edmonton has been a flat to negative market for a very long time, uh, maybe six to 10 years. A lot of people, myself included, like the stability of the Edmonton market. I don't like a volatile market where the prices are going up and down, where the prices are doubling overnight. I mean, it's great. You're making a great return, but they could go down just as quickly. And also what you want is you want a market where the rent, the rent to expense ratio are good. Because if you have good rents, and low expense, excuse me, low expenses, that means higher cash flow. And investing where in markets where the appreciation is high, they don't typically have the highest cash flow or highest rents, or at least the rents don't match the 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 the, the afford of the the cost of the expenses for these properties. And that's not good because if you don't have any cash flow, then then it's a high risk, right? Instead of having $300 a month left over, you actually, you owe $300 a month. You're actually negative $300 a month. And if you had 10 properties, like the example I gave earlier, are you following along? You're writing this down? No? Is this a little too complicated? <clears throat> okay. So if you had, instead of having plus $300 a month per property for 10 properties, you actually have negative $300 a month. That means that you have to cover you have to cover $3,000 out of your pocket, out of your bank account every single month to support these properties. And though, yes, your portfolio of 10 properties is making lots of money in the value appreciation of your assets, you're actually, you have to, you have to pay for it every month, $3,000 a month. I, I don't know anyone that has an extra $3,000 a month just kicking around. It's actually, it's extremely risky. But a lot of people do it and a lot of people make money off it and, and they, they find a way to do it. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how it's, 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 it's too risky for me. That's why I like Edmonton or I have liked Edmonton for the last 10 years is because it's simple. It's easy. It's good cash flow. We don't get crazy appreciation, but we get mortgage pay down and cash flow. And with that, I've done the math. I've done the math at Everly and I have figured out that even with no appreciation, so no increase in the value of the asset over time, the average yearly rate of return, ROI, on your investment, do you, can you guess what percentage it is? Can you guess the percentage of ROI for a normal rental property in Edmonton for the last 10 years? Okay, I'll give you a hint. It's my favorite number. 17. Sorry, they can't hear you. 17. 17%. 17%. Don't you love math? 
Oh, they can't hear you. You're going to have to say it louder. Yeah. Yes. Just like you love math, I love math. 17% and low risk. Low risk. Great industry. Even though Edmonton and Alberta has been punched in the butt for the last 10 years. we Seriously, we've been punched in the butt. Not in the butthole, in the butt. <laughs> we've been... <laughs> We've been punched in the butt for 10 years, right? So everybody was losing their jobs, right? Because um, they were all the projects were ending, right? Oil was going down. And then we had a huge fire. Do you remember the big fire in Fort McGuire? You were pretty young. You were pretty young. You might have been like one or two years old. We had a huge fire. Fort McMurray was on fire. I'll show you videos after. It's, it's scary as hell. It looked like hell. Fire everywhere. That's where Lauren is, Fort McMurray. Don't worry, the fire's out now and they fixed it. Huge fire in Fort McMurray, okay? Then we had huge um, um, floods. Calgary and, uh, and, and, and uh, Calgary had a flood twice? I don't even know. Oh, no, so Fort McMurray had a flood as well. Just, just, so just like, and then the pandemic, right? COVID-19 right? Lots and lots and lots of things have happened in Alberta, which has affected the jobs. And yet, we've still managed to cash flow, and we've still managed to keep the same value of all of our rental properties. That right there is stability. That's what I love. That's what I love is that Alberta can be punched in the butt so many times. Not in the butthole, in the butt. And yet, our investments are still safe. Our cash flow is still safe. That's crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. That's why I love it. Now, with that being said, the second part to this answer, excuse me, is that um, that video that you watch with Barry McGuire is actually dated. Um, the values have actually since increased just this year in the last, what, three months, four months. Um, the values have gone up quite a bit in the Edmonton area. Um, now it seems to have peaked or plateaued. Um, we don't really know if it's going to continue to go up. Um, but we did have a huge spike in values here. Um, and earlier part of this year and, uh, and, and a lot of the properties went up. A lot of people took advantage of that and refinanced their properties, um, and pulled some of their equity out and, or, and, or lowered their payments, which was great. We haven't had that in, you know, quite some time. So it was a nice uh, change of scenery, but I like that it didn't go up too much because if all of our $400,000 houses went up to $600,000, that would suck. It'd be great. We just made $200,000, but at the same time, like that means that any rental property that we buy after this is not going to cash flow anymore. So, um, that's, that's the answer to that question. Does that make sense? Everly? If you're going to be on the show, you have to speak. Mm. Mom speaks. It's a, okay. It didn't really make sense. Okay. Yeah. So next time I should explain this better for kids. You know what I should do one of these days? I should do a podcast specifically for kids. I'm going to do a real estate investing podcast episode, specifically explaining rental properties for kids. Would that be good? That'd be pretty cool. Like if like your friends, I mean, your friends probably wouldn't listen, right? 
But let's just say, let's just say that um, some of our other listeners, if they had kids and they didn't understand what real estate investing was, and I could explain it to them, maybe you can help me on the show again. I can explain to them how it works, how you get rent and you pay for all your payments and then there's cash flow left overwards, left, uh, afterwards, sorry. Um, would that be, would that be interesting? Would that be helpful? Let's see what everybody else says in the comments. Jessica says, yes, do it. Kids episode. Um, uh, Jeremy says, I thought it was a great explanation. He said, would the kids podcast have any swear words? Mm -mm. No, definitely not. Because I swear a lot on the podcast. Do you ever hear me swear? I hear you say the F word. You hear me say the what? <laughs> they can't hear you. You have to speak louder on the microphone. Mm -mm. Uh, she, you said you hear me say the F word? Well, that's just because I'm passionate. Because I really want to make sure that people are listening. So I say bad words to get their attention. Tessa says yes. Um, who else? Um, okay. We've actually got a question here from a listener, and they have a question for you. Are you prepared to answer a question? If you do, you have to. You have to answer very. Um, you have to. Yeah, trust me. It, this is gonna be an easy question. It's actually a question from Lauren. Okay, you ready for it? Yes. <laughs> yes, Dad, I am. Okay. The question is, what do you think is the coolest thing that your parents do? Real estate. Real estate? No, that's awesome. What do you think other people should do to be like your parents? Buy rental properties? Mm-hmm. Buy rental properties and get lots of cash flow? Yeah. And if you get lots of cash flow, then you can go on vacations too? Mm. Mexico. Mexico. Right there alone. All you got to do is just buy one or two, one or two rental properties. Let's say, let's say you buy two rental properties. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can you see my calculator on the screen here? No. You can't? Mm -mm. Okay. Just take a little peek here. I'm going to pull up my calculator. So if you had $300 a month, okay, uh -huh. with each rental property, uh -huh. and you had two rental properties, so you go times two, what is that? $600? So okay, and that's one month. How many months are there in a year? Like full. Yeah, the full year. It's 12 months, right? January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. 12 months. Seven. No, that's I did I did five, ten, plus two more. January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. November, December, 12. Okay, so you take that $600 and then you multiply that times 12 months. That's $7,200 a year in cash flow. You could take that money and take your kids to Mexico every year. Wouldn't that be fun? All you got to do is just buy two rental properties, right? Okay, what if you bought three rental properties? <clears throat> Okay, am I ready for this math? Three hundred dollars times three properties mm -hmm. is nine hundred dollars a month. Times how many months in a year? Is it twelve? Twelve months in a year, right? Mm -hmm. That's what we said. Times twelve. Ten thousand 
$800. That's a pretty nice trip to Mexico. Maybe over Christmas? That's pretty cool. Do you think more parents should do that? Having a rental property be able to pay for that? That'd be awesome. That would be absolutely awesome. <clears throat> Josh just made a joke in the comments. Do you want to hear what it is? Mm -hmm. He said, cat's flow. He was kind of, he was, he was making a joke because it's cash flow, but then like the cats at the rent, at the fix and flip. So he called it cat's flow. You don't find it funny? She didn't find it funny. I do. <laughs> okay. All right. We have another question for Everly. Hope you guys are enjoying this, please. And, 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 and we will get to your questions here as well. Um, another question for Everly. Are you okay with another question? <clears throat> Um, your aunt Lulu and uncle Randy got their first rental property. They bought a rental property. Yeah. Yes. Cause what they did was they bought a house and they bought it with a, with a basement suite. Right. Mm -hmm. So because they have a suite in the basement, they're actually going to rent out the basement to someone else. And they're going to pay them money every month, like a thousand dollars a month, which is pretty cool. eh? Plus they're going to pay for the water and the heat and the electricity, the utilities. So because of this, now that they have a rental property, um, they said, if you go to Mexico again for Christmas, like we do every most, mm -hmm. most years, do you think we can come with you so your cousin Arabelle and Auntie Lulu can come play with you? Yeah. Yeah? That would be amazing. And they're able to do that because they have a rental property, right? Because now they got cash flow. They're actually saving $1,000 a month right? They have a house that they are living in, but yeah. instead of going down in the basement, they're going to rent out the basement to someone else for a thousand dollars. Now, if it's a thousand dollars per month mm -hmm. and how many months are in a year? 12. 12. That's right. Times 12 is $12,000 a month or a year. <gasps> a year. Oops. Sorry. A year. I almost, <laughs> I was making a really good point and I messed it up. $12,000 a year. Now Lauren has Lauren has a lot of kids though, so her her vacation might cost a little bit more than our vacation. They got a lot of critters they have to take. <laughs> That's pretty cool though, eh? Mm -hmm. Rental properties are pretty amazing. They, they they are pretty amazing. Um, I think the people they they overcomplicate them, and that's why no one ever takes any any action. You know what taking action means? Mm. It means doing something. Don't think about it. Don't say you're going to do something. Do it, right? You know, lots of people, I know lots of people, they say, I'm going to buy a rental property. And I'm like, oh yeah, cool. When? Oh, I don't know. Like, what do you mean you don't know? Well, I'm a little scared. Like, what do you mean you're scared? Like, well, what if they don't pay me? I'm like, then kick them out. Well, what if they, what if they get angry and they, they break the wall, then you kick them out and you fix the wall, right? It's just part of the process. <laughs> How, have you ever been any, any of the rental properties that were like, that were damaged? Have you ever seen? Yeah, of course. It's normal, right? But you know that mom and dad, we do this all day for a living, right? This is our job. So this is what we take care of during the day. So it's like, even when it happens, like, do you see us crying? Do you ever come home and see dad like 
crying because someone they 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 made a mark on the wall. Do you ever see mom crying because someone didn't pay the rent on time? You do? <laughs> Seriously? Is your mom crying when I'm not around? <laughs> <clears throat> no, she doesn't do. She doesn't because she she's not scared of it anymore. Now, taking action is all about just like making a decision, right? Saying, I'm going to do it and then actually doing it, right? People have a lot of trouble with taking action. But if they did take action, they would have more rental properties and more rental properties would pay, would give you more cash flow. And more cash flow means more trips to Mexico. Can't hear you. Mexico. Mexico. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Or if you get really, really, really fucking good. My one swear word. If you get really, really fucking good at it. <laughs> you might have enough cash flow to quit your job. Now, who quit their job? You. Sorry, what? You. I did. That's right. I quit my job. Because real estate... I had enough money. I was making more money in real estate than I was in my job. So I said, why am I going to my job every day? Why am I putting these stupid coveralls on every day? You remember those stinky coveralls? I, I could have washed them more often, but it's hard, it's hard to do your laundry every day when you've only got two pairs of coveralls. Because you know what I end up... Okay, little side story. You know what ends up happening is like, um, I would like I would do my laundry the night before and then I forget to put my coveralls in the dryer. And then I'd be like five minutes before I need to leave and I put my coveralls on and they're like soaking wet. And I'm like, oh no. And the dryer takes a half an hour. So now I'm going to be late for work. So that's why a lot of times I would just, yeah. And also you wanted to spend time at home instead of going to work. Exactly. Exactly. Because do you remember during the pandemic when you were home from school all the time? Right? Yeah. And you were doing online learning? Yeah. Which was an absolute joke. You weren't doing any online learning. You were doing like 15 minutes a day. No. Yeah, you were in your tablet the whole day. You were not doing any schoolwork. Okay, but anyways, that's not, that's not the point. I was doing schoolwork. I was just done. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But anyways, but during the pandemic, I, I, I was still going to work, right? And you were at home and I thought, you know what? Like, why am I going to work when I don't need to go to work? I've got enough cash flow from my rental properties that I can just stay home and I can spend the day with you. Though I was still working in my office, right? Yeah, of course. They can't hear you. Yeah. Yeah, I was still in my office, but I was able to come outside and say hi to you when I went to the bathroom or when I make a coffee or something, right? And then we could play like crazy eights or something like that for a couple minutes and then I can get back to work. Yeah. I still do need to work. I still need to make money in my business. But I think it's far better for me to be in the next room over in my office when I can see you from time to time, as opposed to me being gone until six o'clock at night, right? Because that's what sucked. What sucked was I was waking up every morning at six o'clock and leaving really early, right? And then I'd come home late in the night and it'd be like just in time for dinner, right? And when I had to eat dinner and I'm tired and then I still have to do real estate stuff. So I was busy and there was no time for us to play, right? So that's why it was a really good idea that we, I decided to leave my job so I could spend more time with you, mm -hmm. which is pretty, pretty cool. 
But as I said, I'm going to swear one more time. You need to be really fucking awesome and really good at it in order to get to that point. Okay? Three times. She's counting how many times I said the F word. <laughs> you need to be really good at it. This is not something that anyone can go and do. Okay? Mm-hmm. This isn't something that you can be like, you can make a decision. I'm going to buy real estate and leave my job in like two years. Good luck, buddy. It's not going to happen. Because as my math indicates, you need to buy a lot of real estate. Right? Also, in order to buy a lot of real estate and to make a lot of money in real estate investing with your business, you need to be absolutely fearless. When you make decisions, you need to take action immediately. Okay? There's no, oh, I don't know. I'm just a little scared. I just can't seem to figure out what I'm going to do. No, there's, there's no room for any of that. It's funny, right? There's no room for any of that kind of stuff. Because if you're second guessing yourself, if you're not, if you're not taking action immediately, what happens is opportunities will present themselves. Someone's going to come up to you and say, Hey, I've got a house. Do you want to buy it? And you're going to be like, well, I don't know. I need to call my friend first and I need to figure out where I'm going to get the money from. And then what ends up happening is, is that someone else goes and buys that house. Right. And you're like, okay, I'm ready to buy the house. And they're like, no, sorry. I sold it to Everly. Everly was ready and she took action. Right. So if you're going to, if you're going to be the type of person that gets to that level, you need to be the best. You need to be a monster. Like you need to be like, you got to take action every single day. And you don't listen to what people say. Cause some people are going to come up to you and they're going to be like, Oh, you're buying real estate. What happens if, what happens if the tenant doesn't pay? You know what I tell them? I tell them to shut up. I tell them that you're not my friend anymore. Shut up's not a bad word. Okay, maybe at your school. I tell them to leave. I tell them you are not my friend anymore. I don't want to be anywhere near you because I don't want to listen to that garbage. I don't want people like that around me. I want people around me like Jared. Have you ever met Jared Como? Uh, Jared, Jared's calling in right now. Do you want to talk to him? We can talk to him. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hi, Everly. How are you? Good. Good. Wayne, I guess Everly has a rental property now. She just bought one, so she could take herself to Mexico now. She doesn't need you in. Uh, yes. In... <laughs> yes. Um, Jared, so Everly, Jared just quit his job last week, and today is his first day that he doesn't have to go into work anymore. That's right. I don't. Should we? Should we say congratulations? Should we give him a round of applause? <laughs> Absolutely. That's amazing. Because he what do you know what he wants to do? He wants to be home with his family more. Right? And he wants to take he wants to he doesn't want to go into work and have people telling him what to do. He wants to stay home and he wants to make a real estate business like us. Which I think is amazing. That's that's, that's hard right. work, right? That's a hard decision. Yeah, it's uh <laughs> You know, 
it, you know, Wayne, in our first, when, when we did the cabin retreat, I told you, I'm going to quit my job in two years. That was the plan. And, uh, well, the last two years hasn't gone exactly the way that I planned, but, and I made a post about this yesterday, that mm-hmm. I realized finally that the thing that was holding me back was the very thing that I relied on to keep my, keep, keep food on the table. That's what it was holding me back, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like you've said time and time again, everybody needs to have that feeling of your back against the wall. Yeah. Because if you have, like, if you have that back, if you have the back against your, your back against the wall, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to make you push that much harder. It, it's, it's, and you know what? It's Zakaya. I talked to Zakaya on the, on the, on the bus tour there. And one way that he put it to me was Jared, think of it this way. You either succeed or you and your family are homeless. And it, and that's when it was like, mm-hmm. Oh shoot. <laughs> I should, that, that's damn good way to think about it, bro. And, yeah. um, that's when I kind of got a little bit of hysterics going on. <laughs> and I was like, Oh God, Oh God. Oh God. What have I done? What have I done? What have, what have I done? But, um, it, it's extremely liberating. And, eh, you know, not having to go in today. I mean, I, I I'm sick with COVID right now, so I uh, can't really do much, sure. but, um, um, I'm, I'm going to have time to be looking for joint venture partners. I'm going to be busy being looking through MLS, making phone calls, this, that, the other, everything. Because when I was in my piece of heavy equipment, digging basements, I could only, I, I had to keep one eye on if my boss was around and the other eye on my phone. Because the last thing I want is the boss to catch me on my phone and ring me out on the company radio. Right. And now that I don't have that, I'm going to be a lot more productive in finding partners, finding deals, closing deals, having meetings. It's a liberating feeling, man. This is a weird feeling, to be quite honest with you. I'm I'm very interested. I'm gonna I'm gonna be keeping tabs on you. I'm gonna be keeping uh, keeping in touch with you over the next few weeks because I know um, you're gonna go through a roller coaster of emotions over the next little while. Because I remember the same that I went through. <clears throat> it's uh, it's liberating and then it's terrifying, and then the anxiety kicks in. Um, you know what I mean? Because I think that 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 um, that 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 superpower that you that you acquire from having your back against the wall and and you know what i mean it it, it also it can be extremely it can be extremely dangerous because uh, it could be also used against you at the same time mm-hmm. um the fact that all of this is on you now and you don't have that safety net anymore um you can have a lot of sleepless nights um anxieties ah, fucking hell of a thing it's it's a real bitch yeah. Yeah. um 
and it, what it'll actually do is it'll it'll put you in a state where um, where you don't have any certainty, and yeah. and that's going to mess with you. Um, it's going to make you make emotional decisions, which you should not be making an emotional decision. So you should be making logical decisions. And when you've got a deal right there and ready to go, you know, you, it, it, it's, if you start letting emotions take over because you need this deal, because if you don't get this deal, then I won't have food on the table. It's going to fuck with you big time. And it's, and it's going to make you make bad decisions. Absolutely. hundred so. percent. And, and we actually have, I have a deal that I just uh, submitted an offer on uh, yesterday and I was starting to get a little bit emotional into it and everything, but it's nice to have, for me, it's a business partner. For other people, it might be your your spouse, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever. Somebody who has more a more level head on them in the moment. Um, and I was getting a little bit emotional, making emotional decisions on this deal. Um, you know, thinking of different... Uh, my, my offer numbers were, were a little too high uh, because um, I was I was just like, I need to get a deal. I need to get a deal under contract. My business partner, Crystal, she's like, listen, no. The numbers don't work at what you're thinking about. We need to offer this. If we can't get it at this, we have to move on to the next one. I'm like, okay, okay. I I know that. I in deep within myself, I know that my numbers didn't work. I just tried to force them. Mm-hmm. And you, that's like the worst thing that you can do is try and force numbers on a property, right? Like, um, because you always want to make sure you're overestimating your renovations and underestimating your ARV, right? You don't yeah. want to be, you don't want to be in your, in your, whatever Calvert spreadsheet or your renovation spreadsheet saying, Oh, okay. So, um, comps are going for $600,000. I bet you I could squeeze an extra $20,000 out of the market. And Mm. you, and you, and you analyze it at $620,000. Four months comes around and you're listing and you can only list for $580,000. Yep. All of a sudden, <laughs> there's a huge spread between what you predicted and what reality is saying. For sure. And, and, and those are the kinds of mistakes you can make when you're making emotional decisions um, that I'm going to have to now be very aware of and very self-conscious of uh, for at least the, the next foreseeable month or two. <clears throat> I, I'm going to have to really make sure I'm understanding the decisions I'm making um, and I almost have my decisions audited by my, by my business partner. Right. Yes, um, of course. Right. Uh, ne- uh, never submitting offers as a lone wolf um, because you're just going to hurt yourself in the end. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm uh I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what you what you what can what you can accomplish now now that you don't have the uh, uh, the excuses of you know mm-hmm. or the obligations of of your your job. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I, I I said for a long time that like you have what it takes. I know I, I, I when I met you, I knew that you had what it took. Um, right. It's just a matter of getting you in a position where you can actually 
um, be the person that you're meant to be as opposed to trying to be an employee and an entrepreneur at the exact same time. Absolutely. And and you've said it it time time and time again, it's so difficult to break that employee mindset that you just, sometimes it's just what you need to do. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for calling in, Jared. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, you bet. Looking forward to hearing how this uh, this deal plays out, and uh, hopefully, yep. you get it. Yeah, I'm hoping. Um, I have a couple couple potential uh, money partners who I'm going to be talking with, um, but uh, we're we're always looking for more people to come on and fund our our flips. You know, if if anybody has any money kicking around, give me a shout. <laughs> friends, of course, right? Obviously, friends, of course. You of have course, to have an, you need to, you need to have an established relationship with Jared in order for it to be right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So if you guys have an established you know relationship with Jared and you guys want to get involved, then then reach out to him. I think it's a good it's a great opportunity. Yeah. Right on. Thanks, man. Yeah. No worries. Have a good one. You too. That was pretty cool that he was able to call in. Eh. It, this this whole live the whole live podcast as opposed to like. You remember when um, we used to do the Real Estate Investor Dad podcast, right? That's the one that had your picture on it, Everly. Um, what I used to do is I used to like, I used to interview people. So I would have someone come on the podcast and they tell me about all their stories about you know, the stuff they've done. And I would always record it before. This one here is live. Every morning, live. Everyone can, I'm talking, people are hearing it. There's no, if I accidentally say the wrong thing, I can't cut it out. It's like it's out there. It's it's in the world. If I say the F word, it's out there. I can't I can't delete it. It's out there and everyone heard it. I didn't say it. You don't have to count. I didn't actually say the F word. I just said No. I mean that you are at six. I'm at six? Six swear words today? No. Yeah. That many? Goodness gracious. Um, Wilson in the comments here, he said, uh, the roller coaster of emotions never ends laughing out loud, LOL. Um, you just learn how to deal with it and live with it. Now, what he's talking about, the roller coaster of emotions, just think like a roller coaster it goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. So you're happy, you're sad, you're happy, you're sad, you're happy, you're sad. That's what it means by a roller coaster of emotions. And what Wilson was saying is because Wilson, he left his job too. He quit his job. Jared left his job. I left my job. And when you leave your job, it's Mm -hmm. actually extremely scary. Because before we used to have a job and they would pay us a paycheck every month, right? Or every week, sorry. Um, When you don't have that paycheck anymore, that means that I need to go and make money. Now I have cash flow, which is good. That comes in every month. But at the same time, I need to make money as well. And if I'm not making money... That means that there's no money coming in. And if there's no money coming in, that's when that emotional roller coaster starts coming in. Happy, sad, sad, happy. You know what I mean? Because I'm making money, I'm happy. And then I'm not making money and I'm sad and I'm scared. I'm like, oh no, if I don't make money, then I won't be able to to, to have enough money to pay for food for Everly. And I, you know, I won't be able to order her chicken nuggets. They can't see your faces. They can't see your facial expressions. So it's scary. That's as a dad, that's extremely scary because I have a responsibility to take care of my family. 
right? I have a responsibility to make money and to pay the bills and to pay for gas and to pay for food, right? And if I don't make money, then my family goes hungry and we have no place to live. So that's why you can imagine this emotional roller coaster. It gets very stressful because I want to make sure that I'm taking care of my family. And that's kind of what we're talking about on the show here. It's like when you quit your job, because when you go to your job every day, it's very easy. Have you ever have you ever had a job? No. Okay. You're seven. Of course you haven't had a job. But when you have a job, what you do is you put your coveralls on or you put your outfit on and you go and you drive to work and you spend eight hours there. Okay. You say, hi, Susan. Hi, Jerry. And Jerry's like, good morning. And he's drinking his coffee, right? And he's working on his computer. And he's like, imp- he's entering stuff into spreadsheets and, and, um, and, and, uh, and, um, Richard is over in the corner and Richard's, he's on the phone. He's like, yeah, absolutely. I can totally get you those, that, uh, stationary, uh, equipment, uh, by Friday. Uh, yeah, it's going to be $5. Yeah. So that's, that's what an office setting kind of looks like. And there's just people working in there and they all have their own desks and they're there for eight hours every day. And at the end of the week, there's a boss. Do you know what a boss is? So the boss is the person who owns the company. And the boss, what they'll do is they'll hand you a paycheck or they'll hand you a, a stack of money at the end of the week. And they say, thank you for doing all those things you did for us this week. Here's the money. So when you work, they give you money. And it's very, it's very safe, to be honest. Like, because it's very easy. I have a job. I work at this office, right? Or I work at the shop. I go in every day. I do what I'm supposed to do. My job is to enter all the stuff into the computer. And I do that for eight hours, right? At the end of the week, I've worked eight hours for five days. Do you know what uh, five times eight is? Five times eight. Wait a minute. Forty. Forty, exactly. So if I work eight hours every day for five days, that means I work forty hours, right? Most people work forty hours every week. Okay. At the end of working forty hours, now it's Friday night, and they're like, "Yeah, I get the weekend off." The boss will give them a paycheck and say, "Here's your money for working forty hours this week." Okay. It's 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 very easy. It's safe. I know that every Friday money is coming in, right? Now imagine quitting that job and working from home and having to make money every day. Now you don't have a paycheck coming every Friday. Now the only way to make money is to go out and do deals. It's very hard. It's very scary. Because before I always knew I'm going to get a paycheck on Friday. Now there's no paychecks coming on Friday. You actually have to go out and take action in order to get those paychecks. It's very scary. It's very scary. Um, you think the monster in the closet scary? Wait until you meet the monster who's hiding around the corner when you don't have a paycheck coming in. That monster's fucking scary. Very scary. Seven, I know. I know. But you came on the podcast. I don't know what you're expecting. I swear. I don't know what you're talking about. What I'm saying is, is the, the monster... So, for kids... The scary monster is hiding underneath the bed or in the closet, right? 
the unknown. Is there a monster in there? Is there not a monster? I don't know, but I don't want to take the chance. I'm not going to get up and go in the middle of the night. There might be a monster in my closet. The monster, that's for kids. The monster for adults is the fear of not being able to take care of their family. I get scared in the middle of the night that I'm not going to make any money. And if I don't make any money, then my family won't be safe. That's what I'm scared of. That's what adults are scared of. So we wake up in the middle of the night and we get scared that what if the money's not coming in? And what if I don't have any money to make pay for the rent or the mortgage payment? What if I don't have any money to pay for my kid's school or her field trip or the Mexico trip or the groceries? That's what scares adults because they feel like they're not doing a good job. That's what we're scared of in the middle of the night. Kids are scared of the monster in the closet in the middle of the night. But adults have their own monsters too. They're just a little bit different. Does that make sense? I don't like putting my legs like down. Can you say it a little bit louder in the mic? When I'm getting changed, I don't like putting my legs down. Because below the bed? Because you're afraid something something's underneath the bed? I used to have the exact same thing. Because I have tons of things under my bed. Why are there things underneath your bed? The fire lighter and like boxes. But they're not monsters. It's just a box. I know, but there's things. And you think that there's something hiding behind the things? Yeah. Do you want to clear out underneath your bed? No. Okay. I have to leave the ladder. What's that? I have to leave the ladder. We leave the ladder. So underneath Everly's bed, there's um there's a fire ladder. We we found it at Rona. Um, because we're in a two-story, um, it was like 80 bucks, I think. And basically what it does is that when you open up your, the window, you take the screen out, you can hang this ladder, um, over the window, and then you can just climb out the window rather than trying to go down the stairs and out the front to the back door. We've got a ladder there that in the event of a fire, we can just climb out her window. It's actually really cool. Uh, we're never going to have to use it, but it's, it's there just in case, right? Um, if there ever was a fire, now I'm definitely going to give you nightmares. Now you're definitely going to have nightmares about a fire, which is not the point. The point is, is that if there ever is a fire, I want to know that I can just go into your room, put the ladder out the window, get you out safely. Right? What about that's not your nightmares. That's my nightmares. Go well, ahead. What about um, if Reggie was still there? What if, what if our dog was still there? I would probably... Um, carry him down the ladder with me. I just climbed down the ladder with one arm. What if mom was sick? If mom was sick, then I'd throw her out the window. How dare you? Well, what am I? What you think I was gonna leave her in the house? I was gonna leave her in there? No, I'm gonna toss her out the window. She'll oh. probably break her leg, but she'll be fine. She won't burn. This is a terrible conversation to be having. Absolutely terrible conversation to be having. I haven't even paid attention to the comments at all today. I haven't paid, like, I don't even know what's going on. But anyways, um, now do you have a better understanding of how adults have have nightmares and then how kids have nightmares? Not at all. (laughs) I give up. (laughs) How has your podcast experience been so far? Has it been pretty good? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
kid. I'm glad that you're starting to like lighten up a little bit and you're being more of yourself because you were super quiet at the beginning and now you're now you're starting to be funny. Um, if people really got to know you, they would realize that you're you are significantly funnier than your mom and I. Not at all. <laughs> uh, you got a good sense of humor, kid. Um, I'm not humor. What? I am not humor. You have a good sense of humor, meaning that you can you can sense funny stuff. Gross. Well, crying out loud, kid. You're killing me. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Everyone's laughing. Everyone's laughing. They're, they're all like, not at all. <laughs> Hashtag not at all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Should we answer a couple more questions? Do you want to stay longer today? Longer than an hour? You're not going to school. Why not? Why don't we, why don't we have... I want to stay the whole time. You want to stay the whole time? Are we doing a two-hour show today? No. You're going to have to go make me a second coffee. No. Mm. Uh, Jared says, uh, Everly has sass. Sassy pants. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, Jeremy says we should stay late. And um, so I have... Uh, there's another question for you if you'd like me to answer that. Uh, we have a listener named Lauren who has a question. Mm. Not sure who that is. Mm. It's your aunt. Mm. Another question for Everly. Have you got any goals in soccer? Yes. And she says, don't forget, La Auntie Lulu gives you $5 per goal. So how many goals have you got? Um. Well, my whole team got... Like a tie. Yeah. How many goals have you scored? Like one. One? Okay. And what is, uh, and you get $5 for every goal. Hmm? So, and you get $5 for every goal, right? Yeah. So what's five times one? Six. No, five times one. Oh. Five. Yeah. So you get five bucks. You get a $5 check in the mail. <laughs> well, though you didn't say anything, I'm pretty sure that they heard your noise. So you're getting a little more comfortable on the microphone. I like it. Um, another question for Cody. This question's for me. Do you mind if I read this question and answer it? Yeah. Okay. So Cody had a question. If someone has money to buy a property outright, say $500,000 house, is it better to buy one rental with no mortgage or five rental properties with mortgages. Um, let's say we keep them for five years. Well, I would highly recommend to start that you keep it for at least 10 years because, well, this is a whole one hour conversation in itself, but um, this all comes down to Cody. I, the easiest answer for me, uh, for you is, is, is to do the math. Okay. What I highly recommend, this is what I did early on, is I started playing with mortgage calculators. And here's what I'm going to do for you. Um, because I know you're, you're live on the show, I'm going to put my mortgage calculator that I use. Um, I've been using this calculator since the very beginning. Um, yes, it is a piece of garbage website. Yes, it's probably full of viruses. You thought that was funny? 
Um, <laughs> it is, it doesn't, but it's just like a very old website. And, um, the, the reason why I love it is because what it does is you can break down, it breaks down your amortization schedule for the full duration of the loan. And it's going to tell you exactly what your payment is, how much is going towards interest, how much is going towards principal. And then you could, you know, scroll down in the timeline for every month, you know, throughout that amortization and see when it's when more starts going towards principal, when less starts going towards interest. You can also you can see after five years how much mortgage pay down do I actually have? And then what you need to do is you need to do the math. If you were to sell it in five years, well, what 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 closing costs are you going to have by selling it? You're going to pay realtor fees. You're going to pay lawyer fees. So if you sell that $500,000 house, you're going to have about $22,000 in fees to close, right? On average. So if you've only made, you know, $45,000, $50,000 in mortgage pay down, and there's been no appreciation because we have a flat to negative market, um, then half of your profits is going to be eaten by the, the, the closing costs. So just be conscious of that. But uh, so that answers that part of the question. The second part of the question is, um, is it better to to take all $500,000 and buy one property? Or is it better to take um, $100,000 five times uh, as, sorry, is it better to take, is it better to buy five properties with that $500,000 by taking $100,000 and getting, uh, you know, putting 20% down on each property and getting an 80% mortgage? Um the number one, the most powerful thing in real estate is leverage. The ability to leverage the bank's money. So yes, you are going to pay interest on that borrowed money. But if you do the math, you're going to realize that you're going to make a significant amount. You're going to make a significant amount more, more, more. Why can't I talk? Does that sound weird? Does that sound weird? Help me out here. You're going to make significantly more. Yeah, good. Yeah, thank you. Does that sound right? Yeah, okay. Sorry. Just sometimes my words don't sound correct. Um, I haven't finished my coffee. Uh, you're going to make significantly more if you do it the other way. Because you're you're getting the benefit of all the mortgage paid on on all five of those properties, right? The profits on your, on your house that you bought all cash, it's just the difference between the rent and your other expenses. So your uh, your property taxes, your insurance, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So you might make like 1500 bucks a month. It's all cash flow. But think about how much money you're gonna make on all those other properties if you, if you bought with 20% down payments instead and you got mortgages. I'm not going to run the math for you right now, but like what I'd recommend is, is the, the mortgage calculator that I put in the comments there. Um, run the numbers of how much money you would make over 10 years in mortgage pay down, how much in cash flow. And if you want to add in appreciation, you can add in appreciation. It's just like, it's, I, I never, I never rely. I never put appreciation in my math because I never expect appreciation. If I get it, it's dessert. It's a bonus, but I never factor it in. So run the numbers and see how much a mortgage paid on a cash flow you get for each of those five properties. And then run the numbers of how much money you would make if you just bought one property with no mortgage. You will be pleasantly surprised. It's, it's, it's quite a dramatic difference. Um, so, 
strongly recommend leveraging financing as much as possible, leveraging joint ventures as much as possible. Um, more is better. Okay. So that was another question there. I'm going to stay for a couple more minutes. You still good, kiddo? Perfect. Um, we have a question about short-term rentals. Um, is it good in Edmonton and which part of the city? Um, I think that there's always a, a market for short-term rentals. Um, my recommendation for would be t downtown in the core. Because if anyone's ever visiting Edmonton, and they're looking for short-term rentals, then they're probably going to be wanting to check out a hockey game, right? Not the arena, or they're going to want to check out, um, you know, the, what happened. It just being in the core downtown is, is, is a much better yeah, cool. core. Core means like in the middle of Edmonton, like downtown. Um, core is like the middle, kind of like an apple core. So when you bite into an apple, there's a core in the middle. It's like the middle. So, uh, yeah, I strongly recommend being in the downtown area. Uh, what I'd recommend is, um, I don't know if he's on today, but reach out to Carlos Yonalunas um, and have a chat with him. Um, he's a, he's a short-term rental Airbnb uh, guru in the Edmonton area, and he would be a great person to talk to about that. Um, there's an agreement for sale question, which I'm just going to save for tomorrow um because i feel like that one's just going to be a little bit longer i'm just saving it in my question uh, here um and then there's another question about agreement for sales which i just think that's better suited for one full conversation okay cool i'm gonna go back to the chat here everly and i'm gonna see if there's any other questions and then we'll start wrapping her up Go get ready to make some breakfast. I, yes, breakfast. <laughs> if they could only see your, your facial expressions. Um, <laughs> uh, so, we got to get you some breakfast. And me, I'm leaving today. I'm leaving your sorry butts. Well, that's you're gonna have to take care of your mom. I am going no. to check. <laughs> I am going to check out a property. No. Yeah. Jeremy says you guys haven't had breakfast yet. No. No, we have not. Um, I'm going to check out a property in Edmonton, and um, I was telling this to our um, our master's mentorship group. I think it was yesterday, um, that there are still deals to be had on the MLS. Everyone feels like they have to get it off market. Is it in Edmonton? Sorry? Is it in Edmonton? Yeah, yeah, south side of Edmonton. Hmm, wait. What? Did you call someone? Well, that phone call I had yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, that was the realtor. I was on the phone with the realtor, and we were scheduling the, the meeting this morning for 9.30. That's what was it. Yeah, I told you I was on the phone with the realtor. I was talking about checking out that property. No, you didn't. I didn't tell you? No. Oh. Well, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to check out that property. I'm not going to be gone for very long. I just need to go down there. I need to take a look at it. So I looked at all the pictures. It's dirty. You have to be one minute. 
I can't get to the south side of Edmonton in one minute. It takes me 15. 15 minutes there plus 15 minutes back is 30 minutes. Plus, I need to spend about 30 minutes there. So, one hour. Gross. It's not gross. It's just how long it's going to take me. Goodness gracious. Um, so, I'm going to go down there. All I need is a half an hour because I've already seen the pictures, right? I've already done my research on the property. I know what the after repair value is going to be, right? Actually, you're going to be very surprised at where it is because it's very close to one of our other properties. In, in fact, if I showed you the property, you'd be like, I know where that is. Hopefully I get it. I'll show to it to our you. To house? One of our rental properties. Oh, we don't know. There's nowhere in Edmonton. Well, I'll show you if I get it, but it looks very promising. It's been on the market for a couple of weeks now and no one's written any offers. So I'm going to go down there. I'm going to go check it out. I mean, the whole place needs to be renovated. It's a big house. And uh, and hopefully I get it. And then we will we'll set our team on it. And uh, they'll start tearing out all the carpets and all the kitchens and stuff like that. I've, like I said, I've already done my research. I know how much it's going to be worth when it's renovated. I know how much the renovations are going to cost, roughly. I just need to go down there and double check on a few things. Like the furnace, the hot water tank, the roof, the backyard, um, the grating. So like... You know, how the how the um, the dirt and the grass meets at the house and whether mm -hmm. it's graded properly. And also, I need to count how many windows there are because it looks like we're going to need to replace a lot of windows. You're mean. Why? I'm not mean. It's my business. The fact... You never told me that. I'm not going to tell you everything about my business. Yes, you will. No. You want me to literally tell you about every single deal that I have going on? Yeah. I think I'm going to pull you out of school and you're going to be my new business partner. Ooh, yes. <laughs> you're going to get the school of dad. You're going to become a real estate investor at eight years old. No. What do you want to be? What do you want to be when you grow up? A hairstylist. A hairstylist. You, I told you that a million times and now you finally forget. Okay, okay, okay. Are you inspired to be a hairstylist because of dad's great hair? No, because of my great hair. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Well, anyways, um, that's what I'm going to go do this morning. Um, hmm. Hopefully I get it. I will let you know whether I get it or not. I'm going to put in an offer probably around lunchtime. So I'm going to go check out this property. I'm going to come home. I'm going to call the realtor again. And I'm going to say, hey, put in an offer. For $330,000. Fancy. Fancy. Very fancy. Not fancy. Not fancy? Fancy. Okay. You know how you're just messing with me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, so, and I would love to take you, but you're still a little under the weather that just, I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> but there's some good news. You only have, yeah, you ready for the good news? You only have two weeks left of school. Wait a minute, Daddy? Yes? Are you going to Dark Kiss on the way? Yes, I'm going to go to, to Dark Kiss and get myself a coffee on the way. Can you, can you get a sugar cookie? With your coffee, can you save um, that cookie? The little, the little cookie? Yeah. Okay, so I'll get you the little cookie that comes from my coffee. Sugar and, cookie. And a sugar cookie as well. Yeah. 
Okay, not a problem. I will pick you up those two cookies on the way home. And what I was trying to say was that you only have two weeks of school left. Yeah. There's this week and there's next week. So? And then it's summer vacation. So? So what I'm trying to say is that if you want to start coming and viewing, if you really like this whole real estate investing thing and you want to be a part of my deals, in two weeks, you're actually going to be home every day and you're going to become my new partner. And you're going to come and see properties with me every day. And you're going to come with me and check on the properties that we're renovating. And you're going to come with me when when tenants don't pay rent and I have to go and uh, bang on the door and be like, hey, where's my money? July 1st, kid, you're coming with me. He got all super quiet. I don't go bang on people's doors when they owe me money. I send them really polite emails saying, excuse me, it seems to me that you have forgotten to pay your rent. Please send it as soon as possible. Sincerely, Wayne Hillier. But I think it's going to be pretty cool that this is, um, this is the first summer that I think that you can legit start coming out with me and, 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 and doing real estate stuff. You can be my partner. We can stop, you can stop at Dark Kiss to get coffee and hot chocolates on the way. When we're driving into the city, you can come with me to my meetings. You can come with me to see Barry McGuire when I go sign papers. You can come with me for tacos and transactions. So whenever I buy a property, you can come and have tacos with me. I'm actually really looking forward to the summer. It's going to be an amazing summer. What do you think? Why'd you get all quiet? No. Because I'm going to intimidate non-paying renters? Oh, for crying out loud. Give me a break. Um, <laughs> okay, well, we're 13, almost 14 minutes over our hour. So I think this is probably, um, this is probably when we start winding down and we finish up the episode. Um, is there anything else you would like to add? Do you want me to play any funny audio sounds? Yes. You want me to play some funny audio sounds? Yeah. Okay. So this has been Wayne and Everly in the morning. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we will see you guys tomorrow morning. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com. 